All right. Damn, dude. So, uh, how's your week been? <laughs> it's been good. <laughs> yeah. Pretty hectic. Uh, pretty boring, honestly. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I've been suffering from a lack of motivation. Mm. So who would have thought? Right. Yeah. The entire week. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I've had the opposite problem. Yeah. I've been too motivated. Hmm. I'm like really enjoying editing video, you know, getting all that stuff. Like now I've been up some nights till 10 AM just playing with audio files, video files, Jeez. trying different transitions on things. Obviously not for, for this podcast, but you yeah, know, no, for other, is, other people, yeah. other clients, but <laughs> what do you think has been keeping you back motivation wise? Uh, I think for me, passion, the day job, just yeah. losing the passion. It's, it's just, I, I work with great people and you know, it's a, uh, it's a great job. Golden handcuffs pays really good, mm-hmm. but it's like zero passion. And I have more passion yeah. in this than I have in my day job. <laughs> so, and that's a problem. I think Yeah, the lack of passion is like soul killing like you get every day is just the same so yeah do you feel like you're part of the quiet quitting crowd now oh for sure after you've seen that little i don't want to out there yeah but i don't want to quit yeah (laughs) well the quiet quitting is when you just do the bare minimum you have to do to stay employed that's me so basically you're you do enough to not be a justifiable firing essentially yeah yeah that's that's what i've seen that's a really common like saying now quiet quitting people are doing that yep yeah, I, I have starting heard to get burnt out. I think the pandemic burned a lot of people out. But I think the pandemic, I think it made a lot of people figure out like what they want to be when they grow up. Yeah, which is funny to say. I say that all the time. Like, I don't know what I want to be when I, I grow do. up. I'm 40 years old. Yeah. You know, and then that inevitably devolves into me quoting stepbrothers and telling my kids a story about how when I was 12, <laughs> my dad told me I had to quit fucking around. I wasn't able to be a dinosaur anymore. <laughs> I had to stop being a T-Rex because that's all I ever wanted to be. So I became a doctor. Nice. <laughs> Shout out to Step Brothers. Uh, awesome movie. Yeah. I could watch that about a million times and laugh just as hard every single yeah. time. So Well, so but let's, I think motivation-wise, though, so you say you've been struggling. You feel like the passion hasn't been there. It, yeah, it's like the flame burnt out. Yeah. And, and that's not to say the whole job isn't boring. Mm-hmm. It's just like right now, the projects I'm working on, are soul crushing, boring, the flame is gone, it, yeah. whatever you want to say about it. It's just mm-hmm. lots of meetings that should have been an email. Um, yeah, it's just not there anymore. Yeah. I'm just not feeling it. I'm literally doing the bare minimum to stay right. employed. And if somebody comes to me and says, hey, Hunter, noticing performance isn't that great, I'd be like, all right, I'm on it. Like I, I would like upgrade my performance to like a level two. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Just enough to like satisfy yeah. and still get it, you know, get my paycheck. So what are some things you've been doing to kind of maintain your or to get motivated really god find a passion in what i you know what i'm doing um which is tough because i think what i'm doing right now is very rigid it's very mm-hmm. um it's very cookie cutter i don't want to go into what i do just you know doxing and stuff but yeah just corporate it crap so if if anybody out there does corporate it it's like the most soul-crushing thing sometimes or it can be really fun you yeah. get to work on like uh startups and like some really cool tech and that's it's kind of fun i like that so I'm trying to incorporate more of that. Mm. Uh, there's a tool I brought to my company, and I like that tool. It gives me the chance to um, build out like an onboarding process for people, and gives me a chance to actually like flex my tech muscle a little yeah. bit. Yeah, like when you buy out other companies, you get to yeah, onboard their we get to onboard their people and stuff. Gotcha. And and I I brought a new technology to our uh, business here that 
like change the entire team mm-hmm. <laughs> and everyone's like yeah this is awesome and that gives me passion yeah so but anything outside of that right now nothing so you're just kind of staying motivated by just putting one foot in front of the other then pretty much and i'm actually using this yeah, I don't know what you want to call it, pet project, but I'm using this yeah. to like stay motivated too. Yeah. Like, like I think motivation isn't just like the job you have or like mm-hmm. the, the one job, but like do a lot of side jobs. You do a lot of side jobs. Yeah. Like, you know, that, that hustle life. So, um, just kind of have to live that life these days. Have to these days. Which is funny because yeah. I'm quite literally on the cusp of Gen X and millennial. So 1982 is when millennials started. Mm-hmm. And Gen X ended in 1982, and that's when I was born. Hmm. And so I feel like I kind of double dipped there. But it, even for people in our age demographic, a little bit older, you know, old millennials, young Gen Xers, it's still that hustle life. And a lot of that Gen Z crowd thinks that they're, you know, they call everybody older than them boomers, right? Yeah. But they don't realize, like, no, we're we're kind of <laughs> also having a hustle. You know, it's it's you know, there's 40 year old people, you know, 45 year old people who are. Having to work two jobs or grind or find a passion and yeah. a side project. And yep. But I know we wanted to talk specifically about motivation today. You know, we had been talking about it for a, bit, a little bit. And I think what our goal is to do a little quick two part series on motivation, mm-hmm. maybe a three parter. But I think today, just focusing on like, well, first of all, tips and tricks to get motivated. And then next time, maybe we can talk about how to stay motivated. Mm-hmm. But um, even saying, tips and tricks kind of makes my, my chest hurt a little bit because, you know, there are methods you can use to get motivated if you're really struggling, but frankly, and it's a a hard pill to swallow for a lot of people, but at the end of the day, it's just you. Um, a lot of people get caught up in this trap of blame, blame, blame. They blame their surroundings. They blame their upbringing. They blame their lack of disposable income. Well, I can't start a business. It costs money to start a business or I can't do this. But at the end of the day, the only person stopping you from executing, like physically stopping you from executing, unless you're in a very one-off situation where you're a literal prisoner in your own home or something like that. Strange. But for the majority of people, the only person stopping you is you. Yep. You know, um, And if you are a prisoner in your own home and you're listening to this podcast, you should make every attempt to escape. Yeah. Order a pizza from right. the cops or something like figure, yeah. figure it out. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. So I feel like, you know, we have, we have very different backgrounds. And, you know, one of the things that I've always had to struggle with, you know, is I don't feel like I'm naturally a person who self-motivates like a, and I am now because I figured out how to do it. Hmm. But when I was younger, before I joined the military, and before I had that military lifestyle available to me to learn from and grow from, I really was kind of just a lazy teenager and I didn't have a lot of focus or drive or you know energy to get to where I wanted to go. Um, and I think one thing that the military teaches you and that military leadership and you know the military lifestyle teaches you is that you just have to do it. Mm, you just yeah. have to get up out of bed in the morning. Sometimes you got to get up at five. It might not be pleasant and you might not want to do it, but whatever you have to do, to make that happen, you need to just do it. Right. And so for me, sometimes there's things in my life that I actually enjoy doing, but in the moment I maybe don't want to do them. Right. Mm. So like one example I have is running. I was an ultra runner for years. I used to run 50, hundred mile races, you know, mm. lots of training hours. Sometimes I would run like a 50 K on the weekend, you know, like 30 was that 31.5 miles on the weekend. I'd run around Lake Hefner three times. It's about 10 miles. That's about 31.4 miles than I'd ever run. Yeah. 
Well, but I used to do it all the time, but I didn't always want to do it. Yeah. So I was like, I don't want to run today. But I knew that I wanted to compete in races. Mm -hmm. So I had to run, right? I had to, I had to do it or I wouldn't be able to show up during the race. And so I would just find a part of my brain um, where I would focus on the task in front of me and I would sit down. And if I had to just sit there and be completely immobile, put my phone down and just stare at my shoes until something inside me was like, all right, put your, put your shoes on. Mm -hmm. That's what I would do. Do whatever it takes to get up and take that first step. Because a lot of times, once you take that first step, that is the absolute unequivocal hardest part of being motivated, right? Taking that first step. It's just like the old story about going to the gym. 95% of going to the gym is going to the gym. Yeah. Physically going to the gym. Once you're there, you're going to be fine. You're going to be motivated. You're going to work out. But you have to show up in the first place. Yep. Right? It's true. So I say whatever you have to do to make that happen, whether it's just literally forcing yourself to not do anything else. And if you start to drift off or if you're like me and you have ADHD and you get easily distracted, like forcing yourself to catch that and be like, nope, sit here, run, shoes. Yeah. You know, and you can apply that to anything in life. It doesn't have to be running. You know, we started, that's how we started this podcast. Yep. In fact, that's how we started not only this podcast in the macro sense, but also in the micro sense. Yeah. I don't think either one of us was like entirely motivated to do today's podcast. I could barely get up today. Yeah. And I was like, oh, we have to, I will say this. We talked about doing this motivation mini series, whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. um, and that got me motivated because I was like, that sounds pretty cool. That's like a really good topic to talk about. Um, and I was more motivated for this podcast than ever before, probably. Also, it's our third one. So it's like, that's cool too. Like we got a couple under our belt. People are listening. It's, yeah. it's cool. So, um, but yeah, even, even like things I want to do sometimes like getting the motivation for that stuff, I will say even the mm -hmm. passion. So it's some, like I'd say passion for me, and this maybe isn't for everybody, but for me, um, passion is required. And then beyond that, I don't know what the second thing is, but sometimes, like you said, once you just get up, put the phone down, Cause mm -hmm. you know, TikTok and all the stupid things. Yeah, I, I can watch reels for a little bit. I don't do TikTok, <laughs> yeah. but I'll do, I'll do Instagram stuff. But like I put the phone down and then it's like, okay, and sometimes I leave it in the other room and mm -hmm. I'm just like, all right, time to get to work. Yeah. So, um, and that's just, that helps, I guess. Uh, but getting, getting actually motivated, um, as a lifelong procrastinator, I mean, I barely passed high school. Yeah. Uh, some people that I'm friends with from high school probably be like, ah, that guy, like, like you barely graduated. Like it's, it's the truth. I'm killing it. I'm killing that's it good. now. But that's the thing. Like, like I was always told that like, I'm not stupid. I'm not dumb. Yeah. It's like, you could do the work. You just choose not to. Right. Yeah. And I actually see that a lot in my kids too. So motivating them has been like, a, I have to motivate myself and then like we both have kids. So like yeah. motivating the kids is like, holy shit. <laughs> well, and I think too, like, so finding ways to get motivated, right? Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's a simple, you know, in the short term, right? So there's short term and then there's long term solutions. Okay. In the short term, it's just literally sitting there and forcing yourself to do the thing. So let's say you're in a position where you don't want to work at your job anymore. Yeah. Okay. You work 40 hours a week, or let's say you're in a really bad spot. You work 60 hours a week. Well, you've got maybe, I mean, realistically, you've got an hour or two a day that you could sacrifice to building something, building a side hustle, even if it's just something small, like mowing a lawn or two here or there, or using something you already own to turn a profit like renting out your car or renting out your bike or doing Uber Eats or something low end 
that's going to allow you to transition into something mid-tier and then into big tier. Mm -hmm. So everybody has that ability. And a lot of times it's just people standing in their own way. But that's more of a short-term solution to being motivated, right? I think for a long-term solution to being motivated, um, and it can be a short-term solution, but for a long-term solution, um, you have to think about why. Like literally, why am I not motivated right now? Because what is lack of motivation, right? It's essentially what you're saying is you're not willing to do something. Yeah. So figuring out why you don't want to do it or what is holding you back is incredibly powerful. I'm not saying that once you figure it out, it's going to magically change and you'll be like, oh, I'm not doing it because I'm scared of failing. For a lot of people, the reason they're not motivated is because they're scared to fail or they don't think they can do it or they have self-doubt. Mm -hmm. Okay. Once you figure that out, it's not a magic pill where you're just like, oh, I'm a, I think I'm going to fail and I have self-doubt. Time to go become yeah. a billionaire, right? <laughs> That's not how it works. But it does give you the knowledge that you need mm -hmm. to start working on that problem yeah. and to find a creative and constructive way to work on that problem and tackle it. Okay. I know the reason I'm not doing this is because I'm scared. Oh, yeah. You know what? I'm not scared. I'm strong. And that's what we were talking about before with mantras, right? So even just something simple, a little technique you can use to help you get through that initial stage of lack of motivation is chanting to yourself internally inside your own head or out loud if you're alone or you're in public and you just don't care what other people think about you, right? Yeah. Um, but just chanting something like, you know what? I'm good enough. I'm good enough. I'm good enough. And it sounds silly and it sounds a little woo-woo, but the reality is if you do that, even if you just stop listening to this podcast right now and you chant to yourself 10 times, mm. I'm good enough. I'm good enough. You know, by the time you get to that 10th time, you're going to believe it well, because the biggest critic is the critic in your head. It's the, that negative self-talk. The science is there though. The science Absolutely, says yeah. that like your dopamine will go up. Mm -hmm. Like even it, we're not talking like by hundred basis points. I, but I just mean you're, you'll, if you were connected to a computer and it was measuring your dopamine levels, like live, you tell yourself you're good enough. You'd go up. If someone else told you you're good, you'd go way up, mm -hmm. right? Like positivity makes dopamine go up because dopamine is like part and parcel, a reward system, but also a motivation system. They're starting to figure out that dopamine is released when we're motivated. It's also really released when we're re rewarded, right? Yeah. So, so you actually get it on the up and up and at the very end, you get a bigger dopamine increase at the very end. Um, so that that's actually pretty cool. So the science is there to support pretty much, I would say everything we're saying, you know, which is cool. Um, it may not feel like it, it doesn't feel like I'm motivated all the time or like yeah. me being like, I can do this. You, you know, I, I don't think for me, yeah. it, like mentally I'm like, this is stupid. It's just a mantra. That's all it is. Yeah. But like, well, but that's a mantra. But that's a mantra. Like, Saying yeah, this is yeah. stupid, that's a mantra, that's all it is, is exactly what I'm talking about. It's yeah. negative self-talk, right? Yeah. You have to be able to reframe it and pull yourself out. And if you catch yourself doing it, switch that self-talk around. Switch mm. it from, you know what, this is dumb. I don't need to do this to, no, this is awesome and this is going to work. Yeah. This is awesome. This is going to work. I'm awesome. Jeez. I got this. I got to go out there. I got to start this business. I got to start this business. I got to start this business. And for some people, it's not, I got to start this business. For some people, it's, I got to get off this couch. Mm, I got to get, get off this couch. I got to get out of bed in the morning, you know, because there's people out there with real actual mental diagnosable oh, yeah. and requiring medication, mental health issues. Yep. But that those mental health issues are real. They're severe. And a lot of times you do need professional treatment. 
but they don't, unless you're a severe schizophrenic or you're in a delusional state of some kind, you are still capable of talking to yourself in your head. Yeah. And you are in control of yourself. Yep. Okay. You can make a and lot you of go things see, happen. Yeah. yeah. And when you go see a therapist, they will agree with me. When you go see a, your psychiatrist, they will agree with me. They will agree with that sentiment. You are capable of positive self-talk. No matter how bad things get, as long as you're still in control of your own mind, you're in control of what your mind says. Mm -hmm. Just knowing it's a simple thing you can do. You can do it every day. And even if you have to do it in stages, get out of bed, get out of bed, get out of bed. And then you get out of bed. Maybe it takes a minute. Maybe it takes 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. Don't stop until you get out of bed. Then it's yeah. get those shoes on, get those shoes on, get those shoes on. Then it's go for a run, go for a run, go for a run. Because at the end of the day, if you're not taking care of yourself and you're not taking care of what you need to take care of internally, whether it's your physical health, your mental health, your financial health, you are not going to be able to show up for the people around you. So you might think the best thing you can do every day is go to your little crappy minimum wage job or $15 an hour, $18 an hour, work yourself to the bone, come home and try to put on a smile for your face, for your kid, you know, on your face for your kids. And there's some truth to that. You know, if that's what you need to do to make ends meet, that's fine. But you have to carve out time to take care of yourself. Sometimes being a good person and taking care of yourself and taking care of your kids means putting yourself first sometimes. Hmm. And if you're not motivated enough to do that, you can, like we were saying, you can use your chance. You can just force it in the short term, right? Because that's what we're talking about today. We're talking about what can we do in the short term, right? What can I do right now? Right. And you said something earlier that I picked up on. You mentioned that um, if you hear yourself say it, it's going to give you a boost of dopamine. But mm -hmm. if you hear somebody else say it, it's going to give you an even larger boost of dopamine. Oh, yeah. Now, we can find the science to support that. Maybe we'll link it in the bio or something on Spotify so people can see the study. Um, but <clears throat> a lot of people don't have somebody in their life that's a positive influence. In fact, a lot of people have somebody in their life that's a negative yeah. influence. That says, yeah. you know what? You are a piece of shit. You can't do it. You're a bum. You're a failure. And for a lot of people listening right now, that's hitting home. That's hitting well, hard. Case in point, like let's say people who are really overweight, they get they get a bad rap. Yeah. Because people will still, and I, I, I fucking hate this, man. Like people will see a really like fat guy, right? Like at a gym and still make fun of him. Yeah. It's like he's at the gym. Dude's trying. He's at like, the gym. Why are we why are we like harping on the guy that's trying? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it makes no sense to me. But you know what? That guy's there. He's there. He showed up yep. and I guarantee you, you know what he's not doing in his head? He's not saying, you know what? That guy's right. I am yeah. a fat piece yeah. of shit. I suck. No, 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 no. <laughs> he's there because he knows that he needs to change something about himself and that he's got what it takes, and that's his internal dialogue, right? Yeah. If his internal dialogue was, I can't do this, he wouldn't be doing it. Yeah. So Keep that positive internal dialogue because um, if you don't have somebody in your life that's a positive influence on you, it's two things you can do. One, you can listen to them. Mm -hmm. And two, you can ignore them. Yeah. And you can change that and say, I dis you know, let them say it. You can't control what other people say. You can't control what other people do. But all you can do is you can control your response to that, right? Yeah. So that's something to consider. And also, frankly, and just for the people listening to this, if you are in that position and you have somebody who's like treating you that way and giving you that negative self-talk and you need somebody to talk to to get motivated, whatever platform you're watching this on, it's probably got a direct messaging feature. Um, 
And if it doesn't, just go to Facebook, lead follower, get out of the way, find our page on Facebook, mm-hmm. send us a direct message. We'll talk to you. I'll Absolutely. pump you. I will pump you up. Hunter will pump you up. You know, don't don't just wallow in it. Don't listen. No. Don't if you need if you need that if you need that external motivation, just shoot us a message. You know, and it's something I don't know how many messages we'll get, and if it gets overwhelmed to the point where I can't reach back out. I'm still going to filter through that stuff and yep. I'm going to motivate you. That's something that we're always going to do is be mm-hmm. active in, I think, the community, you know, whether that's a digital community of like comments or yeah. literally the community, like we're going to stay active. Yeah. So, um, but I did want to segue real quick and sure. this is kind of like, this is sort of open-ended. You talked about like motivation. You said something about like your business, your job. So yeah. there's a lot of talk about, I think we've been talking a lot about uh, positive motivation. So we're mm-hmm. motivating ourselves for a reward. Sure. But there's also, I'm going to probably mess this up at negative motivation, right? So mm-hmm. like we need motivation to escape an inevitable fate, mm-hmm. right? And I call that yeah. sort of like the hill you're willing to die on. Yeah. And I think a lot of people are willing to die on an anthill. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. they'll, they'll wait till things get so bad and then they'll die on the anthill and they yeah. have no power. They've got no voice. They've got nothing left. They've got mm-hmm. no strength. They're done. Um, and I, that hits home because that's not my, like, I'm more of like the motivation for positivity. But I think a lot of people are like, huh, how do I avoid like not getting evicted? How do I avoid like not getting my business shut down? Yeah. They're not willing to stand up to people, stand up to themselves, mm-hmm. stand up to, you know, whatever problem they have in front of them maybe not willing, but, or, or they just can't make the time for it. You know, like there's all yeah. these, like it's procrastination and lack of motivation sure. here are the exact same thing. So and what's the solution to that? Jeez. I, I haven't figured that. I figured that out for me. Well, for our, well, it's, I think it's what we're talking about though. Right. Yeah. But I, I figured that out for me. Yeah. And the solution is like, if the suck is really bad, mm-hmm. you just literally do what you said, you put on your boots and you just do it. Sure. And if it takes a long time and if you stumble and you suck and it's going to be hard or you have to use a lot of money or yeah. you're at risk of like you know, putting yourself in legal jeopardy. Like, I'm just trying to think of all the scenarios here, but I feel like you just have to do it. Yeah. And it's, and, and keep true to your own principles, obviously, like don't do anything too crazy, but, right. um, whatever, whatever block you're trying to get past because mm-hmm. you're, something bad's going to happen, just get through it. But I haven't figured that out for other people because I've realized and learned that it's different for everybody. Oh, for sure. Because like, and I, again, we don't want to get too political, but for your campaign, right? We had a lot of people that supported you. Uh huh. They wanted you to run. You ran. I'm going to vote for you, man. I'm going to get out and vote for you, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hoorah, man. It's going to be yeah. awesome. Things are great. Yeah. I love Derek. All right. Uh, they were nowhere to be found. Well, a lot of people did show up. A lot of people did, but there were some. We had, we had record there, voter turnout. We did. We did. So, so I, I, I'm not trying to downplay yeah. it, but there was a lot of people, and I see this in like subsequent elections beyond mm-hmm. what you and I even do, even in like national elections, right? People go, hey, I'll be there. And then mm-hmm. they're nowhere to be found. And it's like, where were you? Ah. Something came up, you yeah. Know? Ah. And you know damn well they just didn't get up that morning. They just yeah. they were like, ah, someone else will do it, you know? or they just forgot it was that day. They forgot, like yeah. like it wasn't that important. And that to me yeah. is that hill you're willing to die on. So yeah, I guess the hill is even further down the road. I guess mm-hmm. that's like okay, guess it wasn't that important to them, you know. Yeah. So you got to find what's important to you, and that hill is like your last stand. It's For like sure. like a battle, you know, yeah, a biblical battle against, <laughs> well, you know, the tyrants. I don't know. Yeah, absolutely. And I feel like, you know, I'd like people to go away from, you know, we're doing a couple parter series on motivation, right? Yep. Today, I know we're talking more about like that short term, how to get motivated, how to get up out of bed. 
So I want to just recap a few of the things we said, right? First yeah. of all, you got to be able to compartmentalize. You have to be able to figure that out, sit down, look at the task in front of you and force yourself to do it at the expense of other things. Mm -hmm. You put those things aside, you put them in a different part of your brain. And I had the benefit of learning compartmentalization from the military, but you can learn it too. Okay. And maybe in the next episode, we'll get a little bit more specifics on that, but be able to compartmentalize, be able to force yourself to just do simple tasks, be able to have a mantra that works for you, whether it's I'm awesome, I can do this, I need to do this, whatever works for you, find something that gives you that feeling. Mm -hmm. Try a few different phrases out, find something that gives you that feeling like, yeah, pumps you up and then know what, remember what it is and say it. And when times get tough, and you see that you're going to start failing and slacking and procrastinating, just say it and show up. And then the last thing is, it's incredibly easy to be motivated to do something that you're passionate about. Mm. But if you find yourself in a consistent state of not being motivated to do the thing that you need to do to survive, that is a huge, huge bonus and a plus in your life. Okay. Because your brain and your body is telling you that that is not for you. So whatever you need to do to escape that and find your passion and do your passion, it may not, it may not, your passion might not be something that leads to a, being a millionaire, being a billionaire, or even making six figures a year. But if it leads to making 50,000 and you're comfortable in the, wherever you live, 60,000, I can tell you having lived a lot of different lives and been in a lot of different financial positions, ranging the full spectrum and been in a, I've gone, I've literally lived in incredibly nice houses. And I've also lived in a dirty, disgusting cave with human feces on the ground. And I can tell you that some of my happiest moments is when I was just simply doing something that I was happy doing mm -hmm. and passionate about, even though my living situation and my surroundings were not very luxurious. So find the thing you're passionate about. And if you find yourself with a complete and total lack of motivation, use that. Mm. Use that to motivate you to do the thing you're passionate about. And I promise you, if you stick with that thing that you're passionate about and you put the time in, you will eventually be able to make a living from it. Whether it's working for yourself, working for somebody else, you know, if it's programming, that doesn't mean you have to own a programming company. You can go work as a programmer somewhere. Whatever it is that you like to do, art, maybe you decide to figure out a way to monetize art, graphic design, become a tattoo artist, hmm. apprentice somewhere. Do it on the side until you can escape that mundanity of your day-to-day -day job. But just have your mantra, be able to compartmentalize, and just, you know, yeah. be ready to leave situations that don't motivate you. Yeah, and you're and you're going to unlock um, a lot of dopamine, a lot of feel-good, a lot yeah. of, like, that's like, it's a video game. Your next level achievement is, I've unlocked this, and it just gets better and better and better and better, yeah. you know, and I think... The next episode or the next part of this two-part series is going to be yeah. talking about how to keep motivation. Sure. So, what are, so we've talked about how to get motivation yeah. and, and like how hard it is, but it's almost equally as hard to keep motivated because you will fall off the bandwagon. That's literally mm -hmm. a term we hear all the time in yeah. uh, working out, in uh, your business, uh, like keeping the business going. Uh, what else? Um, pretty much anything, even relationships, like keeping motivation to talk to people, You know, your social motivation. Um, so I think we should touch base on that. Sure. Let's the, definitely the, do the second that. part. What do you want to do? You want to just keep these, I think going forward too. let's keep our episode short and sweet. Yeah. Let's try to, let's try to stay that the, you know, meat and potatoes episodes that we do Yep. 20 minutes, really good message, good, useful information. Yep. Move on to the next one. 
publish at least one a week. Yeah, Sometimes. I think that's the goal. And I also, yeah. and we've got a lot of subjects coming. We've been storyboarding yeah. a lot of topics. Yep. Uh, we've received a lot of great feedback from a oh, lot of Oh, tons of great feedback. Close friends, yep. some strangers. But a lot of people yep. say, this is awesome. This is what yep. works. Hey, I don't want you to talk about this. Or eh, maybe you should steer clear of that. Yeah. Uh, even stuff about format, like timing and things like yeah, that. Yeah, absolutely. So we're going to have guests at some point. And just point. general level of preparedness. Yeah. Shout out to Kat on that one. There so, you go. Yeah. yeah. Well, hey. <laughs> Got to name drop a little bit. Yeah, yeah that's fine. She that's knows fine. who she is, yeah. But we're, we're going to have guests as well. Uh, guests were something that people said. That'd be cool if you could get subject matter experts. Yeah. So maybe you and I talk about motivation, and maybe we bring in somebody that's like an expert at the neuroscience behind motivation. Sure. We could totally do that. We'll see. Maybe maybe we'll do a three-part. Maybe yeah. we'll do this, that, and then, you know, try to have a guest on or something. That or sounds just good. touch base later in the future. We'll see what happens. Yeah. All right. Cool, man. Cool. We'll cut it. Yeah, let's uh, let's start moving around like this, and then this will be where the music goes. Perfect. I'm doing the robot. <laughs> Beep boop boop. Works for me.